gonna make it happen. Sleep. Tonight we'll put all other things aside. Get in this town and show me some affection. We're going for those pleasures in the night. I want to love you, feel you, wrap myself around you. I want to squeeze you, please you. I just can't get enough. Real slow, let it go. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. I'm so excited. Excited for what? Nothing. Just debating when I get home, do I sleep straight away or? <laughs> Who's it? What? Who's this now? Oh, it's my alarm. <laughs> Ten past four. <laughs> to wake up. Yeah. 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 Hello and welcome to episode 20, no, 30. Is it? Of who, yeah, of who can convince you. I am Luke. I am Harry. And I am fucking exhausted. <laughs> Let's get that bit out of the way. Um, You're basically zombified. Um, so. Who's um, it? Pardon? Who? I think it'll, it'll make for a laugh. It'll pass. Not a lot's happened this week. Kids have been playing football. In the street, again. Kicking against your window, have they? <laughs> you can always see the out the outline of a fucking ball on my door. Bastards. Have you ever had a bird hit your window and it looks like an angel? It's just Luke's taxi's arrived. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's for me. He's awake now. <laughs> I put that my ringtone. That's loud, isn't it? Fucking hell, the street's waking up. <laughs> it's the only thing that gets me up if I put that as my, my alarm. The sound of the ice cream van. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of the sound of the, the ice, ice cream, cream van. <laughs> <laughs> gets me up straight away. So before we do the quiz, um, I want to ask you about your feelings on roadworks. Roadworks. Specifically, roadworks resurfacing, right? Because the so because do you want my opinion or not? Well, I'm just I'm gonna just give you a bit of context. Mm. I always find that the resurfacing huh. takes an eternity now, and whenever you drive past, they're never ever doing anything. Do you know what they use the shovels for? Leaning on. <laughs> now, I am sure people in the road 
resurfacing in industry will know full well how hard it is to resurface a road. Yes. I'm sure it is quite taxing on the human body. However, does it really take six months? <laughs> well, they're resurfacing the road down the bottom by the co-op. They are. And by the bridge. They're doing 300 yards so of, not much. of resurfacing. No, that's quite a lot. Eight weeks. Right. How? How can it? How can it take that long? I get this. They had the whole lockdown to do it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that. Yeah, I've said that myself. But then thinking, well, yeah, but we weren't allowed to work during lockdown. Some of us were. Well, oh yeah, I, yeah, you I were. Did. Yeah, that's true. I did. So, uh, all right then. Well, it's not an excuse then. No. Should have done it then. Yeah. Leave it. No cars on the road. So, why do you think it takes them so long? Or why do you think I that think... every time you go there, they're never doing anything? Because I reckon they need uh, approval first off the local... Red tape, is it? ...priest. It, it sure needs their blessing. ...burial grounds underneath. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. It takes me years. You know, it's not even like you don't see them do anything. I don't see them at all. They're never there. They're just cones. Speaking <laughs> of burial grounds... Yep. I've, I've put that curse, haven't I, for us to get more listeners. Yeah. Don't think it's working. Mm. If anything... Big drop. Down 800% again. What was it the last time? 800%. Was it 800%? 800% down. Brilliant. That was possible. (laughs) So uh, what I might do is I might have Mm. to find a way to lift that curse and um, just be better. Just be better. Well, just be better as a podcast. We'll just be better. Any ideas, send them in to... <laughs> so, would you like a quiz? Maybe I've got news. Have you got any news? Not really. No. So this week's quiz, mm. I've chosen a topic that I am not, have you ordered another one? I've chosen a topic that I am not overly familiar with, mm. and that is... Cosplay. Correct. Cosplay. Now, I will say, mm. I have seen some people cosplay, mm. or as as me man would call it, fancy dress. I have seen some people doing cosplay, performing cosplay, that have done an amazing job. Like, it's... What's cosplay stand for? Costume play? Fancy dress sounds better, doesn't it? Well, I don't know. I suppose role play's got a bit of a... a bit blue in it. Bit blue. Well, it's just a bit dodgy, isn't it? green. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, costume. I'm assuming it's costume play. Anyway, so I've seen some people do cosplay mm. very, very well. So have I. even if they don't look like the person physically, mm. the costume is bob on, mm. like spot on. Best I've seen. Go on. There's a game called Batman Arkham Origins, and a man made the bat suit out of it and donned it. Mm. Donned it. He donned the costume. Yeah, and put got pictures and it looked great it was exactly like it was 
It's like the game was brought to real life. And I thought, you know what? Cosplay's great. Yeah. So, I have chosen four cosplay costumes. Now, this was a very tricky quiz for me to put together. Because the idea of the quiz is I've got four cosplayers. And I want you to tell me how much their costume cost them. And for wow. reference, for reference, I have put the photo a photograph of who they're supposed to be. Mm. It's not hard, but just so you can so you can actually see what it's supposed to look like. Mm. Okay? So we can do this price highest to lowest, or we can just walk through them and you can guess. It's entirely up to you. Walk through them and guess. Walk through and guess. Okay, so the first cosplayer is a cosplay of the 13th Doctor. So stripy shirt, blue trousers, boots, and the grey long duffel coaty thing. Big glowy dildo, dildo in the. Oh, and yes, and the um, sonic screwdriver. So uh, accuracy. Accuracy. Now the colours are a bit off, and he doesn't have the suspenders. Not that I can see, anyway. All the braces, as most people call them. Right. Well, yellow ones, aren't they? Um, oh, he might... He actually, I think he does. Or is it the seam of the coat that I can see? I can't see it. So, already we're down a few points. There's a great cosplay of a security guard on the right of him, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Spot on. Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Die on to you. Um, so, how much, how much do you reckon that would set you back? Well, the coat, I think they sell... Okay. I think they sell it. Okay. And it goes for a pretty penny. It doesn't look like the same quality as uh, Jody's. It does coat. look like a bathrobe that's been hemmed. Yeah. But, you know, from from that photo, if somebody said to you, what are they cosplaying as, you'd know in, straight away. The TARDIS. The t <laughs> so, what do you, what you want me to do? How much do you reckon it cost? 50 quid. 50 pounds? No. 120. 120 quid for the full ensemble? No. Were we talking about hair pomade and everything? The co We're talking about the cosplay costume, the clothing. I would say we're talking 250. I reckon that coat's 70 quid. Okay. I'm sure they sell it. Uh, what do you think of it? Um, like I say, I think it's it's accurate in that you know who it is. It's not the... Has Theodore Tugboat just come up the road? We, is somebody watching Tugs outside? Bro. Uh, um, I, if I had to go A, B, C, I'd give it a B. It's, it's, not, it's not bad. A five. Out of five, you want me to... Out of ten. A, out of ten. I gave it a five out of ten. Average. Yeah, it's, it's alright. It's alright. I'd give it a five, yeah. So, what um, pricing? £170. £170. Final answer. Yeah. Would you like to know how much it was? Yeah. £352. Why? Okay. Item B. Why? I don't know. It's just oh. the price that people have found. So, item two, or cosplayer two, is the 12th Doctor cosplay. So this is the Peter Capaldi costume. Now he had a few, didn't he? This yeah. is the uh, the the suit coat, the coat with the the tail with the red lining. That one. 
with the cardigan underneath and a white shirt. With a massive collar. With, yes. Big collar, black boots, and Ow. trousers. <sighs> I'm terrible with suits, because they all look like Tesco's own to me. There's not one suit that looks better than another suit. Well, I think with a suit, yeah. it's all in the fitting. Most suits look okay, but if you've had a suit fitted properly, that's where you know that's an expensive suit. Or in my case, you barely fit into your high school one, and now you just take Ping. a piss. <laughs> so what are we reckoning? Well, uh, just going by the costume alone, how accurate do you reckon it is? Now, I can't see the shoes. Nope. But the line does go to the end. I reckon it's about a six. Uh, six out of ten. It's six out of ten. Okay. It's there, but it's not. Like, there's something not quite right, is there? But it's accurate. If it's who's it's wearing it is the problem. Definitely. I mean, they're not a friend of the podcast. Absolutely not. So, um, I don't wish them well. So, uh, price-wise, what would you go? I reckon he spent a horrific amount on this. Well, I reckon it's like seven hundred quid. Oh, Daddy, I've just got to get it. <laughs> uh, now this this person yeah. is renowned for thinking they're a lot better than the rest of fandom, and they couldn't. They didn't want to disclose how much they paid, so they gave a rough estimate uh, of nearly six hundred pounds. Oh, I wasn't far off. So you weren't far off. He's an absolute asshole. He is an asshole. I, I agree there. Item three. Item three. Do not go any further than item three because it's brilliant. Okay. Item three. Right, the, it's four. Is no, the, three, two. Is the eleventh two? Is the eleventh Doctor in a fez? Right, the fez is wrong. The fez is wrong. The coat's wrong. The coat the is wrong. The shirt's wrong. The trousers, I'm guessing, are wrong. There's no oh, there suspenders there. Again, they're wrong. The person wearing it is wrong. Everything about it is wrong. Uh, but also, I did like NBA. A nice post in the background. Um, just crap. When he right, okay. cosplaying. Yes, great. But when you do it half-assed, and you, I think it, you've got to have the money behind it, haven't you, to be able to pull it off well. Yeah, but when you take a serious photo like that and like look how well I did it, like, you didn't. You didn't. Don't know what you mean. You didn't at all. If you're with a group of friends, you're going to Comic Con. So I'm going to be Tomb Raider. Lara Croft and I go to Comic Con next year. I'll look like an absolute state, but there's the I'd fun look, of it. Yeah. But I'm not going to take a serious picture. Like, look how good I fucking look is Lara Croft. You'd never guess all, how much I really Lara spent. Croft. How much? What did I say? Laura. I'm shattered. <laughs> um, I think the main problem with this costume yeah. is the shirt. I think if the shirt was the proper colour yeah. and not white, the whole thing would be a lot more accurate. It's not. It's not a million miles away. It's of all the costumes as well. It's not a great one, is it? fucking fez. Oh, I hate that fez. Asshole. How much do you reckon it cost? Uh, 50 quid. How much? 50. 80. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's all right. I'm doing all right with this, aren't and I? And moving to the final one. Fucking hell. The sixth Doctor cosplay. Right. Did he have an umbrella? Yes. So they tried a bit. I think it's, it's their own interpretation of the costume. The coat is very accurate. It's not. 
Do you not think? No. I think the coat's about as accurate as accurate as you're gonna get. Well, the colours are all off. Are they? The collar's not there. The waistcoat's completely wrong. It's not even there. And I mean, even the shirt underneath is way too baggy. I, don't know, I just feel like a dick when I'm criticising cosplayers because I'm not done myself. Isn't no, it? Exactly, it's probably ridiculously exactly. hard. Um, I think especially with programmes like this where nothing's really off the peg, is it, I don't think? No. Well, if I saw her in the street, cause it, like, describe what it is. It's... What do you mean, describe what it is? It's the Sixth Doctor. It's a woman... It is. ...dressed up... As Colin Baker. Outside, on some steps, with an umbrella. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's a bit backy. You I know what bit... it is. You know what it is. Yeah, when I saw it, yeah, when you see it, you know what it is. Yeah. Um, it's just wrong. There's just something about all these that's just wrong to me. Oh, fuck, I scrolled down too far. What did you do? What? what no, don't do? look, don't oh, look. I won't look. Um, so what do you reckon for that one, the sixth Doctor? It's all right. Again, the calls are off. But yeah. it's Colin, though. That's not hard to cosplay, I wouldn't have thought. Because it's Colin. That coat, anywhere, you'll think, oh, fuck, Colin's here. Yeah, but that, that coat's hard, I reckon that's hard to come by. Yeah, but I don't know what... You know, when you're cosplaying, is it like you want to look like that person? That's what as it close is, yeah. As you can? Yeah, I think so. So it, I think Colin's not that difficult, because, I mean, it's not hard to think, right, I'll get the coat. You're almost done, then. Well, there's the coat, there's the trousers, yeah, waistcoat, yeah, uh, pocket watch thingy, the chain, and then he's got his shoes with the orange um, columns. Do you put all of them? If you just have the coat on, you'll know exactly which doctor it is. Yeah. So how much do you reckon for that one? Oh, uh, I reckon ridiculously, a thousand. Final answer. Yeah. £485. Okay. Now, you've done so well with the four... Yeah. ...that I'm going to give you a bonus one. Okay? And yeah. if you can get this one as accurate as you can, within mm -hmm. 50 quid, mm -hmm. you win. Okay? Yeah. This is the Fugitive Doctor, or the, otherwise known as the Joe Martin Doctor. I have not included a reference picture, because I want you to tell me if that's what comes to mind... When, when when you see that. And for this one, he has specified exactly how much it cost. Right, well, see where he's going with the Joe Martin look. Okay. Um, where's the sunglasses coming to it? He's got yellow-tinted sunglasses. She does have um, those glasses. Right. It's just all off. Everything's off. The colours. The collar especially. Yeah, to be fair, it's nothing. It's nothing like Joe Martin. No, no. Yeah, it's, there's nothing. It's nothing like Joe Martin. Doesn't even fit the same. The waistcoat is nothing like it. Very angular his suit. Very. Uh, oh, I reckon he spent a ridiculous eight hundred pound. What did I say to you? What? If you get it within what? I don't know. Fifty pounds. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Um, how much? £764. Nice. Well done. That's alright, isn't it? What did he spend that on? Paint. For what? To paint the shirt. 
did he look at the images? Or did he just go off memory? I think the best thing is to always have a reference. Always have a reference. Why don't you just send it off to someone to make it? That's fair. Okay. Awful. Joe Martin's, like, look is really cool, though. See, I'm not a big fan of it. I enjoyed that. I, did, I got quite a lot right as well. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. Would you have a cosplay? Not unless I was in a Dalek. So nobody would know it was yeah. me. Or a Cyberman. Cyberman. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. So my story this week is, and I'm very sorry, Time Flight. Time Flight. It's from Season 19, Serial 7, aired from the 22nd to the 30th of March, 1982, written by Peter Grimwade, directed by Ron Jones, produced by John Nathan Turner, script edited by Eric Saywood, and music by Roger Lim. Thanks, four episodes long. Yeah, it is. Would you like a synopsis? Please. Whilst investigating a vanishing Concorde at Heathrow Airport, the Doctor and his companions are thrown millions of years back in time, where a mysterious alien called Khalid is trying to control the ancient powers of the Xerophin. Is that it? Initial thoughts. Absolute hot fucking garbage. This was terrible. It was horrific. Any other thoughts? No. Do you want to give it a rating? <laughs> no. So, I... It's unbelievably bad. Now, you say that. I did, yeah, I do. I think episode one is good. Yeah, it's all right. I think episode one is really good. Because it's a Concord. Probably. Um, after that, though... Uh, straight down. Straight down. So, um... It was nice just to see, you know, the Concord and all that business going on in Heathrow in the early 80s. Would you like to break the story down a little bit? No. First one, like, um, no, I don't want to. <laughs> But go on, then. The Doctor investigates the mysterious in-flight... Should we just wait for the ice cream man to just... Chill. ...drop his load? Thank you. The Doctor investigates the mysterious in-flight disappearance... No. Disappearance of a Concorde. He discovers that the plane has been taken back to the prehistoric era through a time contour. There, he encounters Khalid. I think that's the rule from now on. We can't say Khalid. We have to say it as Khalid, so his own name. Khalid? A strange Arab magician... Uh, no. ...who appears to command protoplasmic creatures bound by psychic energy. The plasmatons. Rocks. Khalid turns out to be the master who <gasps> is trying to control the Xerophin, an alien collective intelligence of immense <coughs> mental powers, whose planet was laid to waste in a galactic war. 
The Master gains control of the Xerophin's evil side, but its good side helps the Doctor thwart him. Thwart? Thwart. The the Time Lord fixes the Master's TARDIS so that the Xerophin are sent back into their now clean home planet, which will serve as the Master's new jail. The TARDIS departs, but Tegan stays behind on 20th century Earth. Why doesn't he put a bullet in his head? Who? Master, just come over here if it's a... (laughs) Right in the head. Fuck off. So, let's... Let's let's tackle the plot. I mean, there isn't much of it, but we'll have a go anyway. Is it sponsored by Heathrow? It's sort of. No, not sponsored. But British Air... air, The script was written to include an aeroplane. British Air... Like... Concorde or just, you know, right. whatever. British Airways were given a copy of the script before they started filming. Hmm. And just to, you know, just to check they weren't going to, like, stop people flying with them, yeah. sort of thing. And all they asked for the... Um, they asked some, for one thing to be changed, that uh, one of the flight attendants calls was going to call people punters. Why? And they didn't want them to do that. So, um... Is that from your book, that description? Arab? It is from my book. A bit dated, isn't it? It's it's not, actually. This is the latest edition. 2003. Ah, so a little bit dated now. It was a different time. More than 20 years ago. No. <laughs> 20 years ago. No. 19 years ago. Thank you. It's come up 20 years ago. No. So, I had no idea mm. going into this... Mm. I have watched it a few times before, mm. but it's been a while, and I completely forgot that the Master was in this, and I had no idea that Anthony Ainley was playing Khalid. Really? Yeah. The whole time? The, well, you know, up until the reveal. And then it's the Master. And then it's the Master. Oh, so the Master wasn't actually playing. Yes. So he was playing Khalid. Yeah, that's what that's what I said. I just asked you that, and you said no, up until the point is the master, right? So he was playing the master I up didn't, until the master, and then they changed character, changed listen, actors. I had no idea the master yeah. was in this story. Yeah, even <laughs> it didn't even occur to me that the master, as in Anthony Ainley, yeah. was playing Khalid. I didn't either. It. I did. I, I thought he did a great job. Uh, disguising that it was him is could could it not be one of the best endings to an episode ever episode two uh, the no, reveal no no, no, no it's awful not. I um, never knew it was the master no is this this is your first experience of Ainley as well isn't it hasn't got much of a presence I've seen the other guy Roger Delgado Big man, big, 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 big in volume, you know. Not, <laughs> but Anthony Ainley. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's this one. Not him. Roger Del- Delgado. Big, big presence on screen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. big, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big bad. Uh, big yeah, boy. This one's. It's like his twin brother trying to impersonate him. It, it is an impersonation, I think, isn't it? Really. Go it's, your own way. Uh, so the so, Concord takes off. And gets caught in a uh, time 
warp. Oh. Yes. Um, and they get taken back to the Plasticine era, however the hell you say it. Do you remember on the radar when the plane just disappears? <laughs> Don't think that's how radar works. It doesn't... It just, like, fades out of the radar. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Go. So, <laughs> it's gone. Fucking hell. <laughs> There's some dreadful acting in this. It's some of the worst I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Tegan. The air hostess. Are we... We're going with that, are we? See, I, I, I've never been... Ah, I've never been a big fan of Tegan. Ever. How could anyone be? Well, she, I, Tegan's quite highly highly thought of. Why? Nissa isn't. Who's Nissa? Which one's which? Tegan is the Australian. Who's the one has got last at the, the end? Tegan. The Australian? Yeah. Nissa! <laughs> Just clip that if you want. Nissa! <laughs> um, Awful. Both of them are the worst companions I've ever seen a doctor have. They're awful. Yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of Tegan. They look she just horrific as well. Their costumes are terrible. I hate that air hostess uniform. Oh, my God. It's a dreadful costume. It's awful. Not them themselves. They're, no, no. They look fine. What am I to say? But what they're wearing... Oh, my awful. God. And I hate... Oh, there's some scenes with Tegan that I can't stand, but we'll 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 get to those. So, yeah, I think episode one's good. Uh, Concord takes off, gets it's taken not, through yeah, the camp. But it's not really Dog Day, though, is it? Well, sort of. It's watching... It's like, um, come fly with me. <laughs> come... So... Uh, Concord gets taken back in time. Yeah. And then you hear, you have the weird Khalid doing his... Shalom, shalom, mm-hmm. Uh We don't know who he is. He's got a big ball in front of him. Concord lands. Uh, Doctor How? arrives. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Without the just Concord is mega, mega plane. Yeah, huge. Have you ever been in one? On one? Have you? I've been in one. I haven't flown. I don't think many people have flown a Concord. Not personally flown it. But you haven't been in one. I haven't while been a it passenger was in flight. In flight. In flight. Um, I've never been in one. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to. Yes. And they're coming back, aren't they? Well, every year. Every year. Yeah. Um, so then the doctor arrives, yep. finds out about this aeroplane that's gone missing. Yep. And the doctor goes on board with another Concorde. Are we just missing the first terrible bit of effect? Go on. Where the TARDIS is floating above the runway. Oh, yeah. And then inside, it's like the a thousand, looking, me- a thousand yeah. feet up. Yeah. Looking down. Yeah. And then go back, and it's. I thought it was um, missing footage. Joe, you know where you get the shot of the runway and the TARDIS is just above it? Yeah. I thought that was missing footage, so just putting a still instead. Oh, right. No, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, cause, yeah. That's it. It's just that. It's awful. So. Don't have it then. No. You don't need to have it if it looks that crap. It doesn't prove anything. That's the. It the, proves uh, that you, you. It's crap. <laughs> awful, awful, awful. There's no excuse for that. Well, there you go. Awful. So, so I knew I was in for a rough ride when I saw that. Well, as were the passengers. Ridiculous amount of information for Heathrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, loads of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the Doctor goes on board with the other Concorde yeah. for them to... Tell you what, find... our episodes have a lot in common. Do they? 
not really. It's just no. commercial uh, travel. travel. Yeah. So the Doctor goes on board Concord for the fourth time I... and goes back, goes on the Concord to find out what went wrong with the other one. Aye. And they get taken back as well. Yeah. Wait, does that mean there's two Concords there then? Yes. At the same time? Yes. Concords flying out their ass, have they? Heathrow? Yes. There weren't that many Concords, were there? Yes. Was there? I think there was a few, yeah. There's more than that. Well, there was a couple, there's at least <laughs> two. Um, so then they go back in time. They do. Blah, 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 blah. They find Khalid. Khalid's sort of hypnotised everybody. He wants to get this power of this blob thing to mm. put in the middle of the TARDIS to blah, 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 blah. They get trapped inside the like the box where the animus is. And then... The egg. Yeah. It looks like a square, hard-boiled egg. It does. Um, then the rocky people turn up. Awful. Who even are they? Xerophin. Blobs. Oh, they're things. the ones on that planet before everyone else. Yeah, well... Um, they're the ones who are trying to find a safe place. Yeah, so the Doctor... Uh, Khalid turns out to be the Master. The Master wants the Doctor's TARDIS to fuck off. Um... Yeah. And then that's pretty much it. But he doesn't escape, does he? No, he gets sent with the Xerophon to their now clean home and he can't escape. Uh, the Doctor goes back to Heathrow. to Heathrow by putting the TARDIS in the Concord and materialising and doing something... And then the plane ends back up at Heathrow. Tegan's wandering round. Uh, it's freezing cold. Bitter. Bitter. Uh, what do other people think about this episode? Well, it, on the Mighty 200, yeah. uh, it came 196th out of 200. How's it even on that list? In the Doctor Who magazine first 50 years poll... Yeah. It came 237th out of 241. Right. So, it's bad. How many stories are there in Who? Old Who? In Classic Old Who? who? Uh, is that all of them, is it? Or just... It's like 241 stories, or...? Classic Who has got 558 episodes of Doctor Who, which mm-hmm. make up 129 complete stories. Right. Um... Existing. Unfortunately, this one isn't lost, so that means we can watch it any time we want. Um, let's go through the acting. So, what do you think of the Master, Anthony Ainley, Khalid, and as the Master? As Khalid? Yeah. It's very racially insensitive. It's an issue, isn't it? I just, you know, it's racist when you don't really know who it's offending, but it's <laughs> offending someone. Anybody made sure. of concrete, they ain't having that. It's terrible. Uh, the performance. Is it supposed to be menacing? It's not a performance. Know. When anyone can do exactly the same thing as he did in that, that's crap. Mm. What are you an actor for then? Anyone can do that job. Anyone. Anyone. That's the Masties, all right, yeah. That's Khalid. Oh, my God. It's, How bad. Uh, yeah. It, 
to be honest, though, I, I don't find it that bad. Oh, it's shocking. It's... It's okay. No, it's not. I think it's, I think it's okay. Why? Because it's weird. It's just weird. Right. What What is bad about it? If you're going to say it's bad, what what's bad? Well, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we do threat anymore? No, 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 no threat. No, it's, we don't. No. It's incredibly comical where everyone else is being deadpan serious. Um, the costume. Is, I know it's not on him. So what? I know it's not his fault, but the costume is horrific. Well, it's a, it's a fat suit, isn't it, as well? Paper mache? Paper mache? Papier? Papier mache? Yeah. Um, it's... <sighs> exactly. Uh, what, well, what do you think of the the airline crew? The three. They're all right, to be fair. They're not dreadful. One looks like... It could be in suits, like a modern-day actor. It's very strange. I think, I I think it's not that's, the one who's like it looks fake. There's the Captain Stapley, which is the like the main one, and then I think Scobie's the one with the tash, mm. and then there's Bilton, who's the other one who looks like somebody now. Yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. It is really weird. Well, what about um, everyone in this episode looks like they should have their own TV show? Yeah, striking, aren't they? Yeah, striking. Well what weird. about um, well weird? What about Professor Hater? Oh, psychotronics, Doctor. I think more animatronics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. He's okay. Serviceable. It's a bit... Um, he doesn't stand for anything but his, his scientific profession. No, yeah, that's true. There's no depth there for a character. He dies for science. No family, no. That's it. Gone. No, that's it. Yeah, that, that is it. Yeah. Awful. Um, why does everyone act like this? The choreographer said, "Right, tape on the floor. Don't go past it once you're on it. Stay there. Stay there. Right, shake hands. No, you're reach, to the next reach, one. Yeah. reach. Everyone's reaching in conversation. It's it's very poor. This it is very poor. And just remember, this is the season finale." Oh, my God. So, Eric Saywood wanted the Master to be killed off in this story. Mm. He felt that the character had outlived his welcome. Mm. It's a terrible idea. Don't do that. But... That's a good idea. Really? Yeah, fucking kill the cunt. Well, there we go. Sorry, there's Luke's, Luke's, Luke's thoughts on that. Well, yeah, you don't not kill him for good. I'm sure Saywood didn't mean kill, kill him for good. No, 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 kill, kill. No, 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 not kill, kill. I mean, just kill. Doing Russell T. Davis now, are we? Oh, God, yeah, he's dead, but... He's not dead, dead. Not, yeah, not dead. No, I don't mean dead. I mean, he's dead, you know. But... But not dead, dead. Um, There's a scene at the on the final episode in episode four yeah. where um, the captain mm. says to Tegan to go and get all of the passengers onto the plane. Yeah. And for some unknown reason, she instantly switches into an air hostess and says, "Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, uh, we apologise for the delay. Your plane is now ready for takeoff, or whatever it is. Could you go?" And- he throws finest. Awful. Why is she doing that? You wouldn't do that. 
You, I'm just guessing they're all still hypnotised and don't, they just think they're still in Heathrow. Well, they don't get unhypnotised though, do they? No. So I don't know. So they're constantly hypnotised. Forever. That's it now. Well, once they're in Heathrow, then they're, they're in a hip, hypnotic state, so they're just living their life as normal. Like they would be in... Uh, I suppose so. When they went through the uh, time... Oh, no, it can't. It, they can't be. They must. Thing. They are unhypnotised because when they see the master, mm. when the master's outside and he's, he says to Tegan, go and tell him to hurry up. Go and tell him to hurry up, otherwise I'll start killing him. They all react to it, don't they? I, I, I'm really struggling for things to say because it's crap. Uh, the sets? Are okay. No, they're not. I think they're all right. The crap. The outside ones are dreadful. Yeah. Yeah, dreadful. Sets inside are just... Okay. Just Doctor Who. I've seen them before. I don't see that and think, oh, shit, yeah, time flight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think of any other... They just It just all looks the same. There's no effort. And the big ball in the middle. The big white ball. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> you never. Um, yeah. I know, yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great. Episode one is good, but I think after that it just falls off a cliff. Eric Saywood said that with a different director, it would have been a, a lot better. I'm sure, he said that before. I, uh, I'm starting to think Eric Saywood's a little tattletale. No, oh, nothing's my fault because I like uh, fucking gold. It's uh, always a director. Uh, what do you want me to do? Well, Janet Fielding said on the DVD commentary that she didn't remember it being this bad until she rewatched it. Fucking hell. And Sarah Sutton disliked the story largely because she had no idea what was going on. I have no idea what was going on. I have got a clue. <laughs> Eric, that? Eric. Can I have a word? Can I have a word? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm too busy looking into the top of my skull. Um, yeah, it's, it's not great. It's not great. The music's all right. But there's loads of it. <laughs> it's all the way through. It's Roger Lim. There's some nice little bits in there. Fair Lynn's brother. That's Roger. There's just loads of it. It's constant. Constant. We're flying through time, we're flying through time, I time flight through time, time flight, time flight, time flight, time flight, time flight, we're flying through time in our concord. We're going up, 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 up into the business sky on time flight. Time flight. Time flight. Concord. Heathrow, TARDIS, shit, Peter is not very good in this one. Time flight. <laughs> time flight. So yeah, time flight, it's a red. It's a red. I can't think of anything good in this episode that I really enjoyed or liked a moderate amount. Well, I did like how the TARDIS was... Um, in Heathrow I didn't like how the TARDIS was on its side in the Concord and Peter is it Peter? Peter Peterson. Peter Peter the wet the wet vet the one with all the hair yeah um, he goes into the TARDIS when it's on its side and then suddenly he has to like reorientate the TARDIS yeah has that always happened? it's happened before right 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it is what it is, Luke. I don't know what you. I don't know what you want me to this do. Is crap. Um, if we get another <clears> one like this, I'm not doing this anymore. This podcast anymore. I need to review this shit. Better things to do with my time, like sleep or eat. Oh, you beat me to both. <laughs> Or cry. Oh. Oh. No, we like to watch that. Red, so, red, yeah, red, 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 red. It's Should terrible. we move on? Should we just move on? Whoa. It's almost as if it's a separate pile. It's insulting. It's crap. Yeah. Awful. But it doesn't matter. Let's go to mine. Be there now. That's my cue. <laughs> <laughs> So the randomizer gave me this week. Uh, midnight. midnight. What phase are you in? Are you going to copy me after? You're going to copy me as on with? I'll develop it. I'll okay. develop it. So, so, go, so go. my story title. No. So the randomizer chose for me this week um, an episode which is dear to my heart. Vivid, <laughs> yes. Midnight. Midnight. Uh, it was an episode that was situated within uh, season four. Season four. Uh, and it was episode 10. Episode 10. Uh, the air date was the 14th of June, 2009. Uh, eight. Writer was Russell. Russell. The director Alice. was Alice. Uh, producer Phil. was Phil. Our Lord and, and Saviour. Music uh, by the Lord himself. Mary. Fucking hell. Synopsis. The 10th Doctor and Donna Noble go to the leisure planet of midnight for a simple, relaxing holiday. However, life with the Doctor can never be that simple, and things go horribly fucking wrong for the Doctor when he decides to go off a bus. What? When he decides to go off on a bus trip to see the Sapphire Waterfall. Now, when you hear he goes off on a bus trip, I instantly think Sylvester McCoy. Sylvester McCoy. Really? Yeah. He's always fucking off going on like hot air balloons and like, I'm just gonna go skiing. That's more. Pete Davidson. Not Pete Davidson. Boy. What's his name? What's his name? Petrie. Petrie. Um, when a mysterious entity infiltrates a shuttle bus, no one is to be trusted. Not even the doctor himself. <laughs> dot, dot. 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 Um, now, last week I remember slagging this off saying, Oh, they were like, imagine me with more folds. Less folds. <laughs> it's not very good. Did you like it? <laughs> Not particularly. I think it's a fucking terrible Doctor episode. But really? it's great on its own. It, it's a lot of fun. It's, um, it's very tense. I don't re- I'm not entirely sure what mm. to think. Mm. It's, um... Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I... I didn't enjoy it when I watched it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again and I thought, it's okay. And then I watched it again and thought, well, hang on, nothing happens. Mm. So, but it's okay. It's okay. It's a suspense thriller of an episode. Did it work? Did it not? I don't know. However. A, a lot of people do like this one. Do they? Yeah, this is, uh, yeah. It's not a Doctor Who episode. Should we have a look where it came in the Mighty 200? You can have a look. You do that. Oh, I'm doing that, am I? No, you talk and I'll... All right. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. uh, I knew about this episode. It stayed with me since I watched it as a, as a little child. And 
after rewatching it, I think it's some good watching. This is this is what you want to watch for your family. It's like, oh shit, so this is Doctor Who. No, it's not really, but usually there's more aliens and all that crap and action and kissing. But this is a good thriller. This is a good suspect psychological thriller. Where'd you where do you think it came in the Mighty Two Hundred? Uh hundred and ten. Five. Forty three. Oh shit. What's around it? The Daleks Master Plan. Never heard of it. Brain Morbius. Dalek Invasion of Earth. Revelation of the Daleks. Um, up or down. Do you want what's worse than it? Just worse than what's best than it. Just okay. the two around it. The two around it. So what's worse than it is the Dalek Invasion of Earth. Okay. And what's better than it, the Dalek Master Plan. Right. Yeah, I don't think it fits there, but... For me... Uh, this is it's just good watching like I said it's shit Doctor Who though Monsters Per Minute zero Tenant Whale we got three uh, we got Tenant locked in a room with characters and they got nothing to do but talk I thought you'd have a miserable time with that and uh, I mean easy on sets I will say from the, the opening it's uh where we get the doctor on the phone, I nearly, I nearly thought I can't really watch this right now because I'm going to hate this. Where he's going, a sapphire waterfall. It's made, it's waterfall made of sapphires. Reaches the cluster of oblivion. Oh come on, they're boarding no. Why didn't Donna go with him? Did she Would have you? Like, Catherine Tate now? A four-hour bus journey was the next tenant. <laughs> no, I don't think I would. I think I'd have to pass that up. I'd go with Donda, though. I think that'd be a laugh. Oh, God. What a... Dis- what era is this in? What do you mean? As in in the past or the future? Yeah, I'm guessing it's in the future, but... I mean... It looks like a shithole in that little car. The bus. And then the professor gets his projector out with one minute. Like, what? Wow! Got some very interesting facts here, though. Have you? Apparently, this is the first televised story since... This is straight off TARDIS wiki. None of it's my own. Uh, this is the first televised story since Genesis of the Daleks in 1975 not to feature the TARDIS. The only other televised stories in the history of Doctor Who in which it does not appear are Mission to the Unknown, but loads of episodes, I can't be honest. That's interesting, isn't it? So the Urians, the Mind of Evil, the Demons, the Sea Devils, the Santa, an experiment, Lila Land, the woman who fell to earth, and the Ascension. He looked at all the things on there. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, what did you just say? I don't know. You've had your tea and you're inbred. Joey <laughs> <laughs> just said that. You're not having your tea and you're inbred. <laughs> so I know what you think. You think up in the air mixed. You don't know what to think. I'm just... Uh, I'll never watch this again. Oh, no, I th- I'll watch it again. Oh, right. What do you think... What do you think of the acting? Um... Actually, well, let me let me go through. Let me go through. Now, Act 1, Donna and the Doc are on holiday. The Doctor goes on a trip to see some sapphire waterfall. He chats with uh, the people on board a shuttle bus. Now the hostess. Yes. Big bitch in this episode. Big yes. bitch. She's the one who starts everything, really. But then she saves everyone at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yeah, Hostess is all right. I think all the the cast are pretty decent. Uh, 
Especially Professor Hobbs. You like him, do you? It's Patrick Troughton's son. Is it? Yeah, David Troughton. Is it by fuck? It is by fuck. David Troughton. Tell you what, now you say it, he still looks nothing like him. (laughs) (laughs) I would have never guessed. And it's directed by Alice Troughton, isn't it? Uh, Any of your first names? Uh, Yes. No relation. (laughs) Wow, way. All the cast tonight, we? Sky. No. I'm not convinced. She's not bad. I don't think she's a great actress, personally. It's It's a tall order, this episode, though. It is. How do you think they did the voices so succinctly? Just practiced it. That's pretty hard going, that. Is it? Is it? She was in that... Um... She was in that... Um... That's not hard. What was the thing what she was, was in? What was the thing that she was in? Can you stop that? Can you stop that? Can you stop? <laughs> she's no, got me, st- me! She's got... <laughs> Can you... She's got my voice! Val is the woman. <laughs> oh God, the wife of the husband and kid. <laughs> Who just won't stop screaming? Val. I love overloading the mic. <laughs> I think Val is one of the worst things about this episode because all she does is complain. Yeah, she's supposed to be bad. Yeah, but not that bad. No, because at the end she's like, oh, don't. At the end, she was telling Tennant, like, oh, I, I told I, I, I told him that it wasn't you. <laughs> I don't know, like, looking at it, like, what? So it's right there. You did. So she's supposed to be an evil cunt. But, um, I mean, she's just scared for her life, isn't she? But, and you got her husband, Biff. <laughs> Biff! <laughs> Biff. What do you think of Biff? Not great. Right. Biff in the... Uh, Biff and Val are the classic, like, I want my money back. You can't talk to my wife like that. What do you mean? It's not all inclusive. Exactly. <laughs> Sugar tax. You've got to pay for your own food. <laughs> no, I'm not paying that. Let me see your manager. 350. Bring the manager. I am the manager. Well, somebody above you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm in charge. Somebody has got to be in charge of you. <laughs> Do you mind stop shouting? No! No, I won't! <laughs> yeah. You can take your own name, fuck off! <laughs> Come on, Val, we're going! Yeah. Jethro! That couple. <laughs> and Jethro. He's uh, Merlin, isn't he? Oh, he is! <laughs> yeah, I just realised that. Jethro is... How old is he supposed to be in this? He's acting like he's eight. I think he's supposed to be like a late teen, isn't he? Sort of going on holiday with his mum and dad. He's an arsehole. Jethro's a proper cunt. Yeah. Um, I don't like Jethro at all. Well, he doesn't really do anything. <laughs> doesn't really pop well up at the end and start crying like a little baby bitch. Um, we got uh, Driver Joe... Yeah, and the mechanic bloke. I mean, we don't really see that. It's pointless no. him talking about him. It's over there. I just saw... It's a... No, I like that. I like that scene. 
every time, every time I see that, like, did you see that? Look, and there's nothing there. I know what there could be. Yeah, no. You just need to look harder. Every time I see that scene, I'm like, I'll catch it this time, whatever you saw. Shadow. Oh, That's no. great. Mm. And yeah, the professor and Dee Dee. Hmm. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Now, Dee Dee just annoys me. I don't know why. Um, but the professor's well harsh to her. Saying that she's just average. Remember that. But I like Dee Dee. I like Dee Dee. I think they all have a good foundation to these characters. You know that you know you know all of the characters are written well enough that they're all it doesn't feel like there's two characters playing the same character. No. Do you know what I mean? It's very rare. You, it's, yeah. It's, sometimes you feel that there's a few characters who are just sharing the script. Yeah. But with this doesn't feel like that way. No. That way. It doesn't. Um, And Rose? Oh, no. I do really enjoy how all the characters um, are actual characters as opposed to your episode. Mm. They have personalities. And uh, I I think it's it's that kind of thing where you drift towards one character for one instance and then suddenly it shifts. The story shifts and makes them a dickhead. You're like, oh, fuck. I don't know who to trust anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what the episode set up to do. Uh, lack of trust, breakdown of trust, because it's psycho- psychological. Don't know who the hell to trust. What's happening? Is the Doctor really an alien now? No. Yes, he is an alien. <laughs> you know, at the end. But it's great. It's great stuff. I love stuff like this. It's uh, Things like this work great as a short story, and 40 minutes is a short like film. Yeah. You know. Um I do think it was great. Something... I just wanted to be updated. Or I wish they waited to do this episode and have... Um, I think Matt Smith would be great for this. Not Capaldi. I don't think he's got that... I don't know. I'd like to see both, to be fair. I think Matt's, yeah. Matt would handle this episode great. Well, what do you think of Sky? We have, we, we just skipped over for some reason. Yeah, because I'm leaving her. Oh, right, okay. So, characters, thumbs up, I reckon. Uh, the ones I hate I'm supposed to hate I know that I like that would you agree yeah uh, Sky I reckon it's a pretty alright perform- pretty alright performance <laughs> she's in um, I've seen her in something Scott and Bailey nah I've not seen her in that is it a crime thing isn't it I like Sky I, I personally, I don't buy it. Why? I just don't think she's a great actress for me, anyway. I just find her a bit. I don't know. A bit not not hammy. Heavy-handed. A bit clunky. A bit clunky. Yeah. Like she, it's it's not dreadful. It's just she took from the script to exactly what she was supposed to and did nothing with it yeah like we want you to act scared okay <gasps> it's coming for me it's oh, coming for awful. me it's coming for me <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of shouting in this there is isn't there yeah there is and a very small small boss as well uh, and it does come for her gets her I just love that reveal at the beginning. 
Sky? Sky, can you hear me? Huh? And she turns around to the camera. And she's normal. Oh shit. <laughs> um, now the premise of, you know, the, the thing that brings in all the audiences. I say one thing, you say the same thing. There's a word for it, I don't know what it is. <sighs> I reckon you hated it. Uh, no, I didn't hate it. Oh. I just, uh, the thing with it... it gets old quick. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's just, yeah. Nothing really happens. I'm not very good with these like little contained stories that hmm. nothing really happens. You're not good with them, it, are you? It just feels, it's trying to be clever for me. Oh, I think this one paid off, though. Do you know what the working titles were? No. Uh, Crusader 5 and Crusader 50. Okay. Are they better? No. Ah, okay. So, interestingly, it's strange this, isn't it? Um, Catherine Tate was hardly in this episode because she was filming. Oh, the one on her own? Turn left. Ah, okay. Yeah. So the doctor, while filming Turn Left, would be filming this? I'd have sacked the two stories off and just done another one, which is them both in. I would have liked that. I would have liked that. But we didn't get that. No, we didn't. Um, so, Act 2, mostly just... It is just saying the same lines over and over again. The script must have been big. Yeah. Twice the size of the normal one. <laughs> saying the same lines over and over again. A3. It's like... They forgot to do their homework at the last minute. Like, we got to. It's got to be five thousand words, right? Here's one. She'll say the same thing again. Fill it up a bit. <laughs> there you go. He's off. Um, but I think it works. It's it's. Yeah. You just don't know what's going to happen. It's all right. It's once Sky catches up. Yeah. To the doctor. And start speaking at the same time as him and everyone else. That's cool. Then, like, how can it go any further than this? And is it anticlimactic? Yeah, it is. But you know, what else can you do? It's forty minutes. Silly. And it has to have another episode after this, doesn't it? Well, it has to. Oh, it it has, has to. Needs to. Um, I do think all the people, all the characters, do overreact a lot, though. Yeah, like, it's a little s- bit. It's sort of healthy, heightened, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but. It's a stressful situation. Yeah, I suppose. You can, yeah, you can see it that way, that they're stuck in this little tin can. <laughs> little tin can. Now, it did have a theme of Tennant saying how clever he is constantly. That annoyed me. Yeah. I d- I Hello, I'm the Doctor. I'm quite clever. Fuck off. Um, yeah. But I, the characters felt more real than usual in this. Like, they actually confronted the Doctor about it. Like, All right, fuck you. Why are you so important, dickhead? I like that. Instead of someone just blase, oh, you're the doctor. Right. It's a stupid name. But I like Tennis Acton in this as well. He gets, when he gets backed in the corner. Yeah. He seems really frustrated. Yeah, I mean... I really like it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Not this again. You must have something to add to this. Not really. What do you think of the set? Um, I thought it was really crap. Yeah, I thought it was crap. Yeah, it looked really <laughs> bad. Um, looks like an Areva. It looks worse than an Areva. 
Have Ring you the been? Sapphire. Have you been on the Sapphire? I did review Public Transport. It's fucking great. <laughs> the USBs. Yeah, charging points on every seat. <laughs> Wi-Fi four megabits a second. Download. Four kilobits an hour. You might by the time you've done your journey from here to Birmingham, you might download a picture. Why is the doctor on a Arifa Sapphire? I don't know. I don't know. He's just wanna. I like these though when he's just exploring. He just likes to get acquainted with people and talk. And well, something like must have happened in the episode before that's been like, right, we're having a holiday. Let's I don't think so. I think it's just come out of nowhere. Uh, previously, it's uh, Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead. Another two, uh, a great two-parter. It's not really. I don't know why I don't hold but I think they just do this up most of the time. Like, they just go places and we only see when the actual monsters appear. Mm. That's what we see in their travels, uh, which is nice. Keeps it interesting. Apparently, it was the first companion lie to televised Doctor Who story. Okay. Um, which is a reminder to the audience that without the companion, the Doctor is a lot harder to relate with. And so there's a lack of trust there when he doesn't have that companion. Which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like that. Because it does break down. Because this is unusual. The team never really goes against the Doctor. Not really to this extent. I mean, they do in the older series because they always lock him up, don't they? Yeah. Always lock him up. You're not supposed to be here. Get it, Dandal. <laughs> it's, yeah, I know what you mean. I think I think it's okay. I think Midnight is all right. I wouldn't watch it again. Some of the acting's a bit ropey for me. Mm. And it's just not the style of... The Russell T. Davis era is probably my least favourite era. I do prefer Stephen Moffat. And I know that is sacrilege to say because a lot of his stories, I think, are crap. But crap. As the feel of that era, I prefer yeah. a lot more to the Russell era. I'm not saying the stories are better or worse. I just think it's found its it's found its stride and it's found its look by the time Stephen Moffat takes over. Hey, um, we've talked about this in the past. Yeah, uh, Russell's uh, has that dirty feel to it. Scans, yeah. shameless. Mm. They're just that vibe of the older, the early 2010s. Yeah. What? <laughs> the late 2000s. There we are. Act 2 sees the escalation of uh, Sky copying the Doctor. It does. Um, and everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that is pretty much it. It just gets to a point until uh, she stops and then she takes yeah. over the Doctor. The mimicking this is act yeah. three. Mimicking gets worse. Mimicking that's the one. Overtakes. Yeah. Throw her out. Yeah. I would like to see this monster back. Well, we don't really know what it is. No, exactly. I want to see it back. Well, do we? Or just leave it. I just love how there's uh, just a complete mystery in Doctor Who. Like, what is that monster? We don't still yeah. don't know. I love that. We have no idea. Yeah. It's just there to left to rot on that planet. That's great. But yeah, I, I yeah, love I mysteries agree. like that. That's, that's I wish they had more. Um, I wish they'd delve into that psychological thriller a bit more as well. Because mm. I think it, it, when sci-fi does that, it's great. Yeah, I agree. It's great. Yeah, that, that, yeah. A big part of what Alien was was psychological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I don't feel it does it very well in this. 
not, story. It, he doesn't do it but incredibly the, well. But the it, premise is good. The premise is good. Yeah, and they at least got that down. Yeah. I think they really said it, they got what they set out to do. Yeah. I reckon. Which was suspense. Yeah. Pure and utter uninterrupted Absolutely suspense. Uninterrupted. I really enjoyed it. Well, there you go. I did. But it's not a Doctor Who episode. I don't think it is. I couldn't possibly comment. There's nothing about it that makes it Doctor Who apart from Silent Screwdriver at the beginning. Have you, did you see how he did it as well? Like, he looks at her and then, like... Yeah. yeah. When he's sitting down, like, he's got a hard... Yeah. 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 It is. It's got a horrible feel. But so is Stephen Moffat's. He's full of dirty jokes as well. His is are less... Uh, uh, Music's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. The music is quite nice. Why is it okay? I ju- it's just okay. It's all right. It's not unbearable. And I don't think we have the dun 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 dun. Isn't that much running? No, there? there's nothing. No. So there's a lot more atmospheric, a lot of dissonance. Yes. Which is nice. Hmm. I just wish it looked better. Yeah, it doesn't look great, but. No. The, when they look through the window to the outside, that looks okay. And the establishing shot of like the leisure centre place, wherever they are, that looks okay. I reckon they should have just saved this story for um, if they had to Planet of, is it Planet of the Dead? Hmm. Uh, where the boss is just oh, in the desert. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been good for that, right? They're all just stranded in the desert on a bus. But yeah. And they can't get out. I suppose. Because yeah, all yeah. those flying creatures are around. Yeah. That'd have worked. Uh, uh, but in the end, I mean, they all turn against the Doctor, which was cool. I really did like that. Um, I ended up hating everyone. Uh. And yeah, Sky dies. Sky down. And uh, the hostess mm. gets dragged out with her. Not too sure why she sacrifices herself. No, it seems a bit weird. It but seems very out of place. It is what it is. And then, yeah, Tennant goes home, sees Donna, hugs, and she makes a crack. Makes a crack at him. It's not Alan T, it's the other one. Do you remember that? Repeats what he says. Yeah. It's don't. Don't. No, just, just don't. What the fuck was this? Oh, miserable shit. He's had worse stuff done to him. Oh, Why did that one hit him? I well, think that's, that's it's a the running first theme, that, isn't it? We're just talking over each other the whole time, are we? Go on. Well, it is, it's a running theme, that, isn't it? In Tenant's era, where like he says, oh, don't, no, don't. I don't know. Yeah, he says it loads. Does he? Yeah, he says it to the companion all the time. Really? Yeah. Like, don't do that, no, just don't. But this time, it's like... Don't. Don't. Because I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm hurting inside. Ah, oh, tenant. <laughs> so yeah, I think that about wraps up midnight. There wasn't much it does. more to say. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's a bit of a shit one, isn't it? But no, it's, not really. I'm at the episode podcast, mm. but um. I'm going to give it... That's what I reckoned. I thought so. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to give it... A red. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go... Uh, well... I'll go red. Do you know why? Go on. I'd never recommend this to anyone who's trying to get into Doctor Who. Because it's not a Doctor Who episode. But if you had to rate it on your enjoyment, enjoyment of it, what green. would you go? You'd go green. Yeah. I wish some things were different, and that's probably a good sign, because it's like, I really want it to be better than it already is. Uh, but yeah, my enjoyment is green. Doctor Who episode red. 
Yeah. I'd go with that. Uh, yeah. I reckon this is really, 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 I reckon this is really rewatchable for me. There's not many new Who episodes I can rewatch, but this one I can. Not too sure why. Succinct, I think. This is a nice story. Yeah. Nice story. And every time, those, uh, the blinders, whatever they are, the the visors. Yeah. And the pilot seat, whatever it, what it would it be? The driver's seat. <laughs> the pilot. The cockpit. Yeah. The cockpit. I, I always want to see that shadow. Mm. Mm. Interesting. But yeah, have I given it a rating? I know. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to go red because it's just like, oh, you just, you rate every new Who story red because you just don't like it. True. Some would say that's true, but it's not awful. But uh, personally, my enjoyment was a red because I didn't really enjoy it that much. But I don't think it's terrible. It's just not what I like. It's like, you know, you can see it's something... It's not Doctor Who. No, not really. But, you know, I can see why people watching... like it, but I don't enjoy it. It's Fair. not ter- It's not bad. No. It's like... I don't know. It's like with like bands that people like. It's like with the Beatles. I don't like the Beatles at all, but people really do. So it, just because I like I don't like them doesn't mean they're a terrible band. They're not a terrible band. I just don't like them. So for me, it's a red. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the same. That's the thing with this. So if, what I, if you're saying mm. that anyone who hates the Beatles is a good person, anyone who loves the Beatles is I stupid. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Right. Okay. But anyway, it doesn't matter what we think. Anyway. Well, it doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't matter what we think. Um, apparently not. No. Apparently not. Hey, let's just do some feedback, eh? Send us So we got one bit of feedback this week. This is from Christopher Page from the TSP and OE podcast. Just one. Just watched Time Flight. This one gets some stick, but we actually enjoyed it. The master playing dress up when no one is looking is stupid. Really no excuses for it. Some sketchy CSO, but that's typical for the time. Ignore those elements and it's a fun romp. No. Wrong. Midnight. Are you reading it or am I? Uh, oh, let's it. both read it. Okay. At the same time. Oh, it's going to be unbearable. At the same time. If we do it right, it'll be fine. Okay, here we go. Midnight. Here we go. Midnight. This, this is one, one of the few episodes, episodes from this, this era, era that I... No, you just read it. <laughs> Midnight. This is one of the few episodes from this era that I can honestly say is worth watching. It's been a dog's age since I've seen it, but I remember it being appropriately creepy and well-directed slash acted. Full stop. What I'm actually looking forward to watching when the family gets there. Well, thank you, Chris, from the TSP and OE podcasts, friend of the podcast. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you very much. So I think all that remains is for us to choose what we'll be doing next time. 
We should say as well that yesterday we recorded a... Well, not yesterday, the day before, actually. We recorded the Theme Tunes bonus episode, didn't we? So that'll be out at some point in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be probably like a midweek filler one, isn't it? I would have thought. I don't know. But it depends well, like, when I've edited it. I don't it know. depends. It depends, doesn't it? I don't know. So, uh, yeah. Looking forward to hearing hearing that back. Am I? No, I'm not. Not really. So, my story this week... Just you, is it? Oh! You got a banger, have you? Oh, yeah. Yes! <laughs> oh, I am a happy, chubby bunny. Right, I don't know what to do, because it keeps choosing Tennant and Donna. Like, it keeps choosing season four for me. What do I do? Well, change the settings so it, you get rid of Tennant. All right, uh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah? Have you got yours? Why don't you go first? All right, then. So, my episode this week is... Uh, from the randomizer, of course. Fuck. It's Knock Knock, season ten, episode four. And we're back to Capaldi. Um, we're back to the terrible series that is season ten, in my opinion. Uh, it's not all bad, but it's not all good either. Uh, so, synopsis: Bill and her friends rent an old house to live in, but the floorboards and the walls are creaking, and there's a creepy landlord lurking around. Can the twelfth Doctor save the day as creatures come crawling out of the wood? Wood. Wood? Wood? Question mark. Ooh. I swear we watched this together. No, we haven't watched it. Are you sure? Yeah. I must have watched it by myself then. Mm. What do you think of Knock Knock? I'm not telling you. Are you happy about the choice? Are you sad about um, the choice? Indifferent. As most knew who. Yeah, most knew. Right. So my story for next week is going to go back to the first season of John Pertwee. We're going to go for season seven, serial three, as chosen by the randomizer, The Ambassadors of Death. Would you like a synopsis? Tell you what, it's been a while since I've seen the Pertwee one. Yeah. I love a synopsis. After several astronauts disappear on a mission to Mars, a strange signal is transmitted to Earth where the Doctor and Unit discover a secret communication has been initiated between the Red Planet and a deadly band of conspirators. It is seven episodes long. It's number 90 on the Mighty 200. And for me, top five. Caves and Design is number one, isn't it? Yes. So you're right. This is top five for me. Top five who? Ambassadors of Death. Yeah. Very happy. Happy chappy. Very happy, happy chappy. Happy chubby chappy. Happy chappy. <laughs> so, Just leave it at that. So thanks for listening, everybody. If you've got any feedback to send us in for Knock Knock or the Ambassadors of Death, all of the information is, as always, over the end theme. Bye. Goodbye. You can send us your feedback and comments by contacting us on Twitter at who can convince or send us an email to who can convince you at gmail.com you can also send us some audio feedback either as an attachment in an email or you can visit speakpipe.com forward slash who can convince you be sure to leave us a rating and a review in your podcast platform to help people find us